All right, I am going to get started so that we can finish. <laughs> that's my that's my goal. I'm still upset about last week, but I'm trying to get over it. Maybe after we do a show and I get to actually post it, then I'll be over it. I mean, I plan on needling you during this show about it, so <laughs> I, yeah, I assume. get ready for that. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, June 11th, 2019, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Ray, check and see if you're recording real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jared. This is Ian. Ah, that really did throw me off because... I'm sorry. (laughs) I actually did because I'm like, oh, yeah, what are the odds? (laughs) So last week we completely missed because my audio crapped out right at the beginning and I could not piece it together. There's no there's no way of piecing you guys together and making it have any sense whatsoever. So it was it was just lost to the ether. Well, it was a Patreon only special show. There you go. That is very true. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Actually, I think Grinch was the only one who was on the entire time. Oh, that's true. Jeff disappeared. It was it was his idea to call it a Patreon-only special show. He was absolutely right. Thank yeah. you, Grinch and, and Jeff. There you go. If you become a Patreon of this podcast, sometimes when we fuck up, you'll get your own special gift. <laughs> <laughs> so on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and we give our opinions about it from our uh, secular point of view. If you would like to join in to the conversation live... You can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly while we record. If you can't do that, you can still post to facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet to us at profanearg. This week, we will be talking about citizens in space. (laughs) But first, that's right, measles follow-up. And this might be my last time. We broke a thousand we're not, we're like halfway through June, and we already have more than 1,000 cases of the measles. Uh-oh, do I feel a profane argument betting pool coming on <laughs> for the end of the year? <laughs> oh. I don't know, what's, what's the bet? Can we break 2,500 by the end of the year? Is yeah, Closest without going over. <laughs> or closest. Hmm. All right, I'm game. Jeff? Well, that's mine, 2,500. You're saying 2,500? Okay. Jeff, you'll keep track of this? <laughs> Ian, how many do you think by the end of the year? Um, it's not that serious of a number, man. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you seemed high, so I'm going. Um, I'm going to say fourteen twenty-three. It's a very specific number. It is. <laughs> Jared. Oh boy, I'm trying to think how many we've been gaining every show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Shit, I'll go seventeen hundred. Oh, damn it! That's what I was going to say. All right, fine. <laughs> Um, so considering that the kids are out of school, they're not around each other as much, I'm going to lower it to 1550. I thought you were going to do 1701. No. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't closest without going over. We said it was just closest, right? So uh, Sure, sure. 
That would split the difference. So I thought it was good on The Morning Heresy, which is a good source of uh, news, non-religious news. Uh, there was a quote on there. Hey, congratulations to the anti-vaxxers and the conspiracy theorists and science deniers out there. Because yesterday, the U.S. passed 1,000 measles cases milestone for 2019. And it's only June. Couldn't have done it without you awful people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on off of the measles, uh, we talked about this last week, but I wanted to mention it again on an actual show that will hopefully be published. A Satanic Temple, ha they put out a, uh, a statement we talked about, about how they are now officially recognized as a, a religion, tax exempt. And now they have, they put out a statement saying that their members can ignore Indiana's fetal burial law because of their tenant, the tenants of their religion. Zing! Got him! So, <laughs> religious exemption strikes. I love it. Not the way they intended. Great. So, moving onward to Trump. President Trump hailed the New Mexico deal that avoided the tariffs. But a couple things about this. First off, he's the one who made up the whole tariff thing. You can't make up a dilemma and then say, oh, I magically cured it. See, I'm a good guy. It's well, just, he's done it a dozen times before, so why would we think this wouldn't be any different? But do well, go on. He's bitching that he's not getting enough credit for solving the crisis that he started, right? Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. And not only that, but the terms that he said that were reached to uh, to stop the tariffs from going into place were already agreed on like two months ago. There was nothing new added. Right. But when uh, when this was brought up, Trump basically said, no. We, we did we did new things. You just you just don't know, man. I can't tell you until they're voted on in Mexico. Le leading everybody to, who's rational to believe he does not give a fuck who comes over the border, just as long as his rate his base is thinks he's doing something. Oh yeah. It's all about just ginning up the base. Yeah, because but they're not gonna they're not gonna know that he solved the problem that he created and they're not gonna know that it was something that was already agreed upon three months ago. Right. Because Fox News but, isn't gonna tell them. Right. But today something fantastic happened, though. So he wandered out and doing in chopper time and waved around a folded up piece of paper and said, this is the deal. You didn't believe there was something. I have this singular folded up tr semi-translucent piece of paper. <laughs> Were they able to see what was on it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what was they, on it? You can you can actually see the, you can actually read it the way he's holding it because it was so bright out there. And so what it says is Mexico is committed to immediate domestic laws and regulations with a view to identifying any changes that try to bring into force and implement such an agreement. So it's now kind of this wordy fluid. It it's hard to follow. And but, th there are there are dot dot dots in there because his finger is covering part of that paragraph. <laughs> sure. So this bits this word's missing. But the, f the best part is, if the mm. United States determines at its discretion and under consultation with Mexico, after 45 calendar days from the date of issuance of the joint declaration, that the measures adopted by the government of Mexico pursuant to the joint declaration have not been sufficiently achieved results in addressing the flow of migrants to the southern border of the United States, the government of Mexico will take necessary steps under domestic law to bring the agreement into force with a view to ensuring, ensuring that the agreement enter into force within 45 days. So what if the they don't fuck does come that to the, what we agree to in 45 days, just wait longer. Right. <laughs> also, does That's, it actually say governor? Government. Government. Oh, oh, oh governor. Right. I thought you said governor of Mexico. I'm like, please, no. I'm like, please tell me he said that. <laughs> 
So it's just very broad, hand wavy. You know, will be good if you promise not to do that agreement. And there's no nothing to it. There's no meeting. It's, it's a single piece of paper. You you don't do treaties on a single piece of paper. It's nothing. It's complete nonsense. Does that at the bottom just say you sign here, Mexico, and just says Mexico with a line above it, and then America <laughs> doesn't even say United States of America, just America. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Well, the two people signed it, and they, but they're both mad scribbles. Neither one is Trump, so I don't know who it was. I know I've asked this question before, but I forgot. The president can just do tariffs? Can just make them up? Just be like, there's a tariff. Do it. Supposedly, he would have had to have declared a, a uh, national emergency to do it. He, couldn't, he can't just do it, no. A national That's, emergency for tariffs? Yes. <laughs> okay. Who's going to stop him at this point? I don't know. I thought we had laws and shit and things to go. I thought so too. Like, like procedures. I just. <laughs> but I mean, like, like Mitch McConnell and them seemed generally scared that he was going to do this, and we're forming committees and getting businesses together. Like he could just go eh, fucking slap twelve percent tariff on him. Do it. I was actually waiting to see if Ian was going to kick in with the right. Trump said tariff, and then President Mitch came out and said no, no tariffs. Yeah. And Trump oh, that's had what to happened. Work it back. That is what happened, right? And he just found Mexico to sign a letter that gave him a little bit of cover. Mexico didn't sign that letter. He just helped the staffer type up a piece of paper, and he held it up and said, "See, here it is. Look." Well, also possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know any laws regarding tariffs. I assume that. He can just tell the secretary of the tariffs <laughs> to do whatever he says. <laughs> I don't know who makes them. It could, it could have been Treasury. It could have been State Department. I don't know. Mm. I know very little about that. I mean, with, it, with an emergency declaration, he can do a, a very broad range of things. And while it might not be legal, he can do it until the lawsuit says he can't. Hence, you know, the situation that we're in currently. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, another thing that Trump is doing, and it, it's... It, I think incredible ploy he's taking away education and i don't know fun from any kids uh, any immigrant kids who've come over the border and um legal counsel and school english classes soccer legal aid yeah and the whole reason the the, the i'm trying to remember who it was somebody in the white house stated that the that this was trying to get democrats to agree to their funding of uh, how they want to address the, the crisis, all the immigrants at the border. So they're taking things away from child immigrants in order to So they're torturing the, the victims Democrats. worse in order to mm. pressure Democrats into agreeing that we need a wall? Basically, yeah, to give them a big pile of money so we can build a wall. So yes. it's it's come to the table and come up with an agreement or we're going to make lives their lives worse? Yes. Sure. Huh. But they're the party of morals. Bold uh, you know, move. Uh, that, that's got to be a Stephen Miller thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no way he's in there going, wait, they're playing soccer in those camps? Oh, no, no, no. Cut, get, get rid of that shit. <laughs> right. Boy, he, I, that I, Stephen Miller is an evil man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and this is against federal law, too. Anybody in federal custody is entitled to athletic getting out and, out and about. And um, legal representation. He, they can't do this. But again, they're going to until somebody challenges them. Because that's the way our president works. Yeah. Well, the right. Democrats I, can't seem to get off their ass to do anything anyway. So right. we have to talk about it in committees and, and discuss it. And is it politically good for us to do this? You know, I mean, it mm -hmm. clearly seems like they're all breaking laws. But will I get reelected? If well, I push for it's, this? it's part that. But I mean, when you control the police and you control 
all the courts and you control the Senate and you control the White House, mm. sure, they're, they, they could try harder, I guess. Well, they could try. <laughs> is what well, I'm saying. Like, I understand that their deck is stacked against them, but like, just, so it, the whole, I'm, I'm mainly leaning towards that whole thing on impeachment. But sure. So, but as Grinch said, the, the cruelty is the point, right? the The thing that the the uh, the Senate stood up for, of all the things that Trump has done, he has you know tortured children. You know, the eight, I think, is I think the number is up to eight people have died in custody, federal custody, since Trump was in office. And the thing that they stood up and fought him for was tariffs. What does that tell you about them? It's the thing we've been saying for years now on this podcast for a hundred and how many episodes, Ray? (laughs) 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 That money is the only thing that they all care about. Correct. Yes. They could give a shit. Well, except for Stephen Miller. I think he generally hates black and brown people. Mm. Yeah, probably. What makes you... I'm curious what makes you believe that Trump doesn't hate minorities. (laughs) Uh, he's married two of them. I well, th- no, he's, I, he's married immigrants. I, I do think he might be a little, yeah, like, old school racist towards black people. Yeah. because I mean, because, like, listen, let's face it, the guy's been basically a Democrat his whole life up until Obama got in. And then he seemed to, like, lose his shit because it was like, wait a minute. No, black people stay in their place and white people stay here. I mean, I'm cool with them, but they got to stay over in that area. Mm. And And the brown people thing, that's just a means to an end as far as I'm yeah. concerned. As far as – go ahead, Jared. I just – like I said, I just don't think that he was sitting around giving a shit whether Mexicans were coming over the border or not because it does not affect his life in any way. Well, in fact, he actually wanted them to. Yeah, he hires hired them. them. (laughs) He hired them super cheap and can can abuse them. So he is actually all for immigrants that he can hire. He is a racist, Ian. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And don't – to to be a little crude, don't don't try and argue that because he married – a couple people who were not born in America, that he is pro-immigrant. He purchased a couple women to fuck. <laughs> mm. And oh. raped and raped one of them and pulled her sure. hair out. Well, that's because she, you know, set him up with a bad plastic surgeon. And now he's a big scar on the top of his head, Why? He, which is why he wears his hair stupid. <laughs> his, the back, of, reason, the back of his head uh. is so fucking hideous. <laughs> mm. It's, has, it's the has, stuff of nightmares. He had a scalp reduction surgery. He needs a giant scar up there because of it. This is all true. There are pictures on the internet if you want to take a look. Yep. But yeah, I mean, when you said, well, he married a couple immigrants, that sounds like, well, I'm, you know, he's pleasant toward immigrants. He he fell in love with them. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, good point. He has they're never white. loved anything but himself. Yeah. He wanted compliant people that he had control over. Also, they're white. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point. Poor Melania. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have very, I, I, yeah. That, that, no. Very limited sympathy. <laughs> very limited. <laughs> yeah, I guess to uh, it's not related to what we're discussing. It was only moments ago, though. Yeah, I guess I, I just don't know what what actions Congress could possibly take beyond what nothing they're trying to do now that would be beneficial for the country. They could work with Democrats to impeach his ass. Oh, they don't count. The Republicans in Congress don't count. And it, it oh, like, okay. I thought, I thought, I thought we, the the four of us understand that impeachment is an impossibility. Yes, we do. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I'd, they could I'd, file articles of impeachment, but that's as far as it'll really go. Right. right. Again, again, but, but to what end? Well, one, it's their duty to do it. Right. And to, to show that what he did was wrong. And we recognize that what he did was wrong. 
Okay, both of those things are true. Now, as far as their duty to do it, for instance, let's say there's a building that is engulfed in flames and someone says there's a child trapped inside and somehow we are 100% certain that that child is dead. 100% guaranteed that that child is dead. Do I still have to send in the firefighter to rescue that child knowing full well that sending him in will lead to his death and the arsonist that set the fire will escape. But it's his duty, so he has to go in and die. I don't think that's no. a good analogy. Why not? Uh, because... Because there's no fireman actually going to die in, in this? No. The fireman because... dying would be losing control, the little bit of control they have in Congress. See... I don't, I don't buy that. I think that if the Democrats were to file impeachment proceedings, they would be showing an actual backbone and that they, they wouldn't lose any more than they would gain. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Who is not – like anybody who's not – and I'm not talking about these weirdos who seem to flip-flop on Trump every day. Like anybody who is wholly not in his camp, and that's a lot of people, who has a problem with this impeachment shit? Why would you have a problem? Why would you? Why would they start the impeachment and people go, "Oh, this is oh, these Democrats are fucking crazy"? Because there's no, there's no collusion and no obstruction, right? But Fox if you believe, told- but it, right? But those people were already. If you believe that, then you're already in Trump's camp, right? And if you don't believe it, you're already opposed to Trump. So who is there to sway in any direction? Hmm. Oh, aha! See, that's the thing. The impeachment trials. And whatever investigation going on will be aired out, and it will take long. And you might sway some people over to, to the right side. Hmm. Also, Ian, do you think for a fucking second that they wouldn't impeach uh, Hillary Clinton if any of this shit came up? I mean, they prior to the fucking her. Mueller report. They, they, they would have they fu- impeached her prior to this. They, they would have tried to impeach her over Benghazi. Right, even if, they, even if they didn't control the Senate? They did, though. That's the thing. No, I'm if saying. They didn't just, control the Senate, just imagine. They have. Just imagine a completely flip, flip scenario. Okay. Everything's flipped. Yes. You think they wouldn't? No, they, they, abs- would. they absolutely would. They would have. Right. Yeah. And they'd be. Well, I mean, if this was evidence was out on her, they'd be in their right, and I think they should too. It is what they're saying by not doing it. To me, is it's just not politically viable. So our job is to it's, watchdog it's this. It's not but, anything viable. Right. But do you? But what? What are you saying? Like, is a, if a cop's like, "Hey, oh, that guy just murdered a person, but he's in a really fast car. There's no way I'm gonna catch up to him. Ah, eh, fuck it, I'm not gonna chase him." Would you alert yeah. another police officer? And the, every, if he's got the fastest car known to man. You just can't <laughs> get to him. Oh yeah, you gotta let that shit go. <laughs> you just said he can't be caught. There's so a zero percent chance. You shouldn't With make an attempt. He can't be caught. Yes, you should you should rally the force. You should get all them off doing other things and chase the uncatchable guy. That sounds fruitful. Hmm. Gotta get them though, it's their duty. It's yeah, it's their fucking job. Yeah, don't worry about Go the other things em. that they need to do. Get the ungettable guy. Spend the next year chasing the ungettable guy and let everything else go nuts. You don't think this sets a, a fucked up precedent though? Yes. Everything like, is as bad as it can be. And it's yes. just getting worse. <laughs> Oh, I, Ian, I can't uh, agree with you at all on this. For, to, to them to go, ah, we can't get them, so just whatever. We're not going to do well, our job here. All right, so let's, let's play out the scenario, just a quick short scenario. So the, the House in, indicts him, for him, impeaches him. The Senate exonerates him. He spends the next year before the next election saying, the Senate, I am again, again, 
proven innocent, exonerated by the Senate. They keep trying and they keep failing because I'm innocent. No collusion, no corruption, and it's been proven again. Vote for me. Well, what are you? What, are you directing that at me? Yeah, because it gives him another platform to what stand on. What difference does that make? That's not going to win any new people over. I think it will. It, yeah, it probably would. I don't think so. Yep. If you're if you're dumb enough to fall for that shit, you're already there. If if the Mueller report turned out to be a goose egg, followed up by impeachment that turned out to be a goose egg, he must yeah. be innocent. But the Mueller report is not a goose egg. But the the, the even Mueller the, said it's not a goose. He couldn't have fucking spelled it out more than say, "Look, <laughs> I can't charge the fucker. You have to." Right. <laughs> but he only said it once. Right. Everybody else on Fox News has said it daily, hourly. But those people are already there. Yeah. So he runs around and says, I've been exonerated and go, no, we don't. What are you talking about, dude? (laughs) The fucking Senate's in your camp. We know this. I think what the the House is doing currently is probably a more viable option because they're having they're having impeachment hearings without calling them impeachment hearings. They just haven't filed the actual piece of paper that says we're impeaching you. They're just having the hearings in public as much as they can. And in their, you know, it's subpoenas and having people testify and they're airing all of it. I don't know, man. They fucking impeached Bill Clinton over a goddamn blowjob <laughs> and fucked right. up that 2000 election over that shit. Yeah. I just, I just, it doesn't look good going into an election with an impeachment on your record. I like the quotes that uh, are coming up in Discord. Nobody ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the American public. (laughs) Uh, So I did want to mention a couple other things. Well, one of them actually about uh, this also includes Trump. But the first thing that I I mentioned right off, uh, citizens will be able to purchase a flight and a stay at the International Space Station. This is something that has been announced by NASA. <laughs> that sounds expensive. It, it well, kind of. Is thirty five thousand dollars a night expensive? Then yes. To be in the How International long? Space Station. Yeah. Can you just stay one stay. night? <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely. I doubt it. <laughs> seems like a lot of work for one night stay. <laughs> right. Considering who it seems to be aimed at, that's pretty cheap. True. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. You know, like it. wasn't it Ian who brought up the Jeff Bezos thing where he had to pay his wife like thirty-five <laughs> billion dollars and it didn't affect him the next day? <laughs> oh, oh, it's so hard to hear. <laughs> so thirty-five thousand. He's like, oh, I'll do a week. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a week there. Easy. That's very. That's true. better than staying in Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, Wait, are we are we off Trump? Because yeah. I have two. A few no. funny things. Few- oh, we're not off Trump. Okay. No, because I was just going right into that because uh, right after NASA announced that, Trump sent out a tweet saying that NASA should not be talking about going to the moon. We did that 50 years ago. They should be focused on the much bigger things we are doing, including Mars, of which the moon is a part, <laughs> defense and science. <laughs> I, don't, I can't fathom what he meant. <laughs> I think what he meant is, should we focus on much bigger things that we are doing, of which Moon is the part, as the bigger things we're doing? Except he's just saying, we did that 50 years ago, they should be focused on bigger things, of which the Moon is a part. Wait, what? 
It Even if you take it the way I think he meant it, he's contradicting himself. Yeah. Mm. But if you read it just the way it was written, it's Mars, of which Moon is a part. The Moon is not a part of Mars. <laughs> I think so it seems like he was trying to say, like, Mars is part of that bigger picture included with the Moon, which we already did. <laughs> so we've already he seen Mars? No, no, no. Saying, like... The, like, the big steps that we need to do are the moon and Mars and this and that, but we already did the moon, and uh, Mars okay. is part of that bigger shit, so go to Mars. I see. I mean, he doesn't have a good grasp on the English language, so Ooh. it came out sounding retarded. <laughs> it but... is poor. <sighs> Maybe he thinks we have to land on the moon, and then we take off from there again to go to Mars. Look, this is the same guy who was talking to a bunch of Jewish Americans and told them that he was speaking to Netanyahu, their prime minister. Mm, <laughs> Good point. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he needs to check with older Trump because he himself had stated that we should go to the moon again. This was something that he had said during his campaign. Also, like a week ago, Pence had talked about, uh, or no, it was a little further back. In, but in the spring, he gave NASA a five-year deadline for a moon mission. The vice president told NASA, you have five years to go to the moon again. And then you got the president saying, ah, you shouldn't do that. And then NASA laughs at him and goes, you're the vice president. You don't have any power. Well, that is true, too. (laughs) (laughs) Can't NASA just go, yeah, we're going to do that, but, like, got to stop at the moon first. You know? (laughs) It's on the way. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if you time it right, it could be. Uh, Yeah. All right, what else do you have about Trump? Uh, the two things I had, did you hear how he's trying to hijack Fourth of July this year? Oh, yes. God. And turn it into, yes. like, a Trumpish celebration without actually saying it. Um, didn't he which, try that for um, D-Day, too? Didn't, didn't someone, didn't, didn't no, the head someone, of the GOP someone, come out and say D-Day should be about celebrating Trump? <laughs> yes, she did. Or oh some, some woman said that, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, there's that, and then actually the D-Day thing is another thing that I found hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he did an interview with uh, Laura Ingram in front of the cemetery. Right. And immediately following the interview, there was a lot of people saying that he had held up the D-Day ceremonies to do the interview with Laura Ingram. <laughs> and Laura Ingram then came on the air the next day and said, you know, there's a lot of chatter going around that he had held up the uh the ceremonies to do the interview with me, and that is absolutely not true. Immediately smash cut to Trump sitting with her going, you know, we're holding up the D-Day ceremonies to have this interview right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they just move on with the rest of their fucking day over at Fox News. <laughs> well, they've, they've covered the lie, and they've said it, you know, 18 times, so everybody believes him. Covered well, good. Well, then Covered why long. show the president saying that immediately after you just said he didn't say that? <laughs> Oh, they, said, they did that on, on Fox. Yeah. Is there, I mean, there's, are there, yeah, it was an actual smash cut. <laughs> like, I don't wow. know if there's people, unless the, what I saw was an edit, um, mm. possibly, but even still, like, I, what is the big fucking deal? <laughs> Why do you have to lie about this shit? Right. Yeah. Just go, yeah, we had some time to kill. And sorry, the interview ran over a little bit long, and that's it. Apologize? <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I know he can't admit fault. And then all the yeah. bullshit about apparently you can't talk about the president while you're on foreign soil, but he can sit in front of a graveyard full of soldiers and, and call you a, a low IQ individual or yeah. whatever, a former a vice president of the United States. Well, convention is completely out the window. So, yeah. Also, one last thing before we go. 
Did you see the hat thing with Piers Morgan? Yes. <laughs> the uh, gifted him a Churchill hat. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I had heard about this thing with presidents and hats before. I heard it back with uh, all the way going back to Kennedy that it, a president putting a hat on is the kiss of death, is what they would say. At, yeah, there's the picture of it. It's, that is not doctored in any way. That photo. <laughs> Um, and because I remember, uh, it might have even been. <laughs> Sorry, that hat's so funny. <laughs> the hat has stole my thunder. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, that's good hat. That's going to be the episode's picture. That's what. Yeah. That's, that's going to be my new Steam profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that looks like Pharrell's hat. <laughs> oh. Now there. Oh, God, yeah, that one, too. I can't look at that tuxedo picture anymore. That fat, bloated sack of crap is so awesome. Have you ever, have you seen the, the, they put him next to Obama wearing the same outfit? (laughs) No. And it looks so much better on Obama, like, I don't (laughs) know. I think they purposely did this to him, because Obama does not look like he's wearing a a jacket three times too short. (laughs) Fat man in a little coat. (laughs) <laughs> the, I don't know if you guys saw the, the Photoshop version of that photo where he's wearing the Burger King crown and a bag of Burger King in his hand. <laughs> uh, well, you know that he had brought his tailor with him. This is his tailor made this. And he, he insists on having the super long tie and the super long vest to curry his, cover his gut. That's all this is. It's just done in tuxedo form. It's hideous. But he put that on and looked in the mirror and was like, nailed it. Because yep. <laughs> ja- look how look how look how thin this jacket makes me look. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a rock solid two forty nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the on. Burger King one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, granted, I understand that the hat picture will not be the demise of Trump. It just gives us glee and we can mm. uh, revel yeah. in our what is it called, Freuden Freuden shatter. Somebody else's misery. Scheidenfreud. Scheidenfreud. What is it called again? Scheidenfreud. Scheidenfreud. But I remember seeing a video of them trying to get Kenny to wear a cowboy hat down in Dallas. And he was, they were very insistent. Come on, try it on, try it on. And he would not put it on because there is some unwritten rule that presidents cannot try hats on. Because it makes them look dumb. And it really is true. I mean, he put that on, looked like a fucking idiot. And the last person who did this. They said was Mike Dukakis when he put that fucking helmet on in the tank, and they were like, you can't be president. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just think back to those happy times when putting on a hat would exclude you from the possibility of becoming president. Yeah, (laughs) now you can commit multiple crimes and wear the hat at the same time. But it gives me great glee to know that people across the land are laughing at him. At him. That gives me that gives me joy. <laughs> no, they're not. They love the hat. The hat was the greatest. It's an amazing hat, and everybody Fire. wants them to wear hats. Oh. <laughs> See now, that's right. the, the picture. Yeah, little things like that they do pick me up. That yeah. the day that the entire UN assembly laughed out loud at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were good days. Yep. They're few and far the, between. Yep. the The picture we had from last week, which you know everybody else missed, of him when he was talking to that preacher. With his when he did, when he took his hat off and his hair was all slicked back and not done, he looked like just a regular old man. <laughs> we need a montage of all those photos. They make, me, they make me happy. I find it amusing that Grinch just quoted a tweet that hmm. uh, 
So this guy says he was going to make a joke about how Trump looks in that tuxedo and that he looks a bit like a young Frankenstein movie. But uh, honestly, that's unfair to how well the tailored, the tailored of the monsters tux is. Yes. Yeah. Now I, I've got putting on the Ritz in my head. <laughs> that is much better fitting. It is. Did you hear him uh, also say that if he made a claim this week that if Obama had done half the things that he had done, that they would have given him a national holiday? <laughs> so he's angling for a national holiday now. He wants July 4th to be named after him, doesn't he? He wants it to be Trump Day. Probably. Would you guys be willing to have a Trump holiday if he would just pack up and leave the next day? Not if – only if Pence goes too. Say the whole administration goes. Yes. But once a year we have to celebrate Donald Trump Day. No problem. Well, can, we s- can it be yeah, the day can- after Columbus Day so I can be sad for two straight days? <laughs> if it's a day off work and I get to drink, I'm on board. Mm, I'd have to think harder about what we would have to do on this holiday, but it can't be fun. <laughs> Nothing fun. Day, pay day off work? Or is it like a Columbus Day kind of situation? You have to wear that dumb hat for the whole day. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty good. (laughs) All right, I'm moving off Trump. All right, on to a you know a light subject like abortion. Mm. So I found this article interesting. It's uh, based on a survey, uh, and it's New York Times. It talks about the fact that politicians can really make clear distinctions about where they stand on abortion, but the for a party to do that is very difficult. So. Overall, 40% of Democrats, 40% of Democrats, almost half of the Democrats say they oppose legal abortion if if the woman wants one for any reason. Hmm. 40% say they abhor, oppose abortion just because a woman wants one. 29% of Republicans on the other side say that they support legal abortion if the woman wants one for any reason. What? Those are numbers that don't fit with the ideology that i would normally consider because normally i think democrats are are pro-choice and that republicans are anti-choice as right. they say pro-life but they're did not they pro-life. Do, did they do a, a, a survey a abortion as it relates to people's religious beliefs i would be more inclined to believe that there's a direct correlation there yeah absolutely um but uh so if the question was should it be possible for a woman to obtain a legal abortion if she wants one for any reason 54 percent of protestants said yes 58 percent of catholics say yes but then if you go Mm. into people who say they don't have a religion the nuns 88 percent oh wow I still find it amusing that there's 12% of the non-religious who say no, who are against abortions. So mm. it's really hard to set and define, like, with an ideology, uh, if you, in, unless you, unless that ideology is specifically abortion. But there are divisions, like, all the way through. They did it on uh, race and education and frequency of attendance and religious services obviously the people who aren't religious are more for abortion than the people who are who are but um even then nearly every week or more if you tend to attend religious service nearly every week or more 51 percent still said yes so just over half are okay with abortion that and that is that oh that's democrats view on abortion that was Democrats, not the population at large. Yes, yes. So Democrats, I mean, it's it split 
fairly even the religious Democrats just split split like fifty fifty. Sure, but yeah, the ones what? who are college I like college educated liberals ninety two percent. But um, um, it's just I guess the point is that I'm trying to make is it's not as split directly by like party lines or anything. Interesting. Okay. Split by stupidity. <laughs> I, yeah. I would think so. I've got to make an effort to to find out the other side of the argument because it's it's just it seems like such an easy of course to me. Do you think mm. that? We're, yes, of course. <laughs> Why are you asking me this? There's another side to this issue. What is it? Why? No. Next. Mm. Well, it was weird because I saw a little a special on NBC. It was got to been like three or four weeks ago about liberals who are against abortion. And they dragged out these three women who were liberals. They hated Donald Trump. They vote Democrat in most cases, but they're against abortion. So they have major problems every time they vote. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, the three of them did not vote in the last election because of Hillary Clinton, because she was pro. She was going to force them to have abortions? <laughs> Apparently. See, now here's the thing, though. None of, neither of them or the three of them were religious, though. They just had some issue with abortion on any level. I mean, I wanted to smack him in the face, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it comes down. I mean, fundamentally, it comes down to do you think that a little cluster of cells that exists inside a woman's body has more rights than the woman that is surrounding the, 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 the cells? And for a lot of people, the answer is yes. And I don't understand why. I don't well, get it. I, I guess if we could make some fucking determination when, like, how many months into a pregnancy is. And is it an actual child, and is it not an actual child? Let's just make a fucking cutoff point. And then, obviously, there's situations where people's health are in jeopardy that you can make exceptions. But yeah, because whenever you say abortion, people just are like, "Oh, so you're so you're you're up for ripping babies out at nine months old and killing them?" We're like, no, like no. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> like at seven months, I'm like, probably not. Like I know babies can be born at seven months; they're premature. Like it's an actual baby. Like at six weeks rip that sh whatever that glob of shit out because it's not a human being right i think a lot of people are okay with abortion i mean the the people who are uh pro-choice the abortion is okay up to the point where the baby can be viable if the baby comes out of the mother and can't survive on its own that's one thing if the baby can survive on its own people have a, a lot harder time with that I think that's a, a line for a lot of people. But then but, even if you were to establish that line, you have the argument of, well, I've known people who said that their parents thought about getting abo an abortion and they wouldn't even be around. So they and they, you know, they can empathize with that person and say that there shouldn't be abortion because that person wouldn't exist. But they can't empathize with the the woman who, you know, was raped and doesn't mm -hmm. want a child from her rape or they also, can't emphasize with the, with the woman who doesn't have any finance to raise a child whatsoever. Also, what's so fucking great about you? Mm. <laughs> what if you're right. a fucking asshole? And what if some people are like, I wish your mom did abort you because you're a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> she brought you into this world and lived in poverty for the rest of her years and died from, from curable cancer because she didn't have health insurance because she spent all of her money Putting you through college. There are disadvantages. <laughs> there are very few arguments for me where that works. Where yeah. people, I should say, like if you told me Jonas Salk was almost aboard, I'd be like, "Whoa, we dodged a bullet there." Sure. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs>
but it, it fundamentally it, for me it all it always boils down to I mean, who who is to say that the the cluster of cells is more important than the woman and who else gets to decide what happens to that woman's body and if you say it's anybody other than that woman you're wrong yeah it's the father too right karen no. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> no. Let's not go there. Jared is tired of being super wrong about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have brought this up to other people, and they said, the people on your podcast are fucking crazy. You're right. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Solved. <laughs> Damn right. These are... <laughs> People are saying, Ian, and I'm listening to him. <laughs> the people have spoken. Yep. Uh, I'm hearing things. <laughs> anyway, they the sound like a bunch of low IQ losers to me. Very low Hell rated. No, Th- these guys are winners. They're superstars. They're the greatest. Yeah. I love them. They're very nice to me. They're very nice to me. Say nice things about me. <laughs> anyway, back to the argument where we all agree. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, the other thing about abortion that I thought would was worth mentioning, um, there is a Christian website. I don't really want to advertise it. Don't but do they it. Want, they want people to uh, boycott Netflix because Netflix said that they were pulling their production out of Georgia due to the uh, abortion ban. Now there's a boycott on Netflix. Sweet. Do it. Because of their boycott of Georgia. Yeah, wow. go ahead. Yeah. See? See what impact you have. Hold, hold on, I, I, hold on to your ten dollars. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. yeah. First of all, that ban is not going to kill Netflix. All the other streaming services coming out is what's going to kill Netflix. But <laughs> I see this probably once a week on my conservative friends' website or Facebook pages about certain actors and shows and movies that they will be banning now because of their stance on pulling out of Georgia and not working in Georgia. It is down to they have nothing to watch, but. Old James Woods movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, new, um, uh, who was the original Buffy? Oh, Christy yeah, Swanson. Christy Swanson. New yeah. Christy Swanson and movies and old James Woods movies. Yep. Can't watch any new superhero shows except for uh, Lois and Clark because Dean Kane was on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but, about it. Kirk Cameron. Cameron. What's that? Kirk Cameron. Probably watch him. You know, nobody Kirk, watches has been him. Awfully, Kirk has been awfully silent on... <laughs> political shit lately hasn't he yeah wow. you think this would be his time to shine oh yeah oh yeah and the only person they like the only good person that was ever on saturday night live is victoria jackson oh no what's she up to <laughs> you haven't oh my god she's off the this is long before trump was even mentioned she's off the rails crazy oh no about, that's too bad yeah yeah if you get a chance listen to her talk to howard stern and stuff like that she is just like a nutso. Oh no, hmm. I enjoyed her in her prime. What what is she oh, a religious God, she had, nutso or yeah, right wing religi- nutso? Yeah, religious and right wing. She had major problems. She was trying to get glee taken off the air because they had gay characters on it. Oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny to me. Like I these poor hmm. people, they can't watch and do anything anymore. Like my no. friend was like, I was gonna go watch that Dark Phoenix movie, but now Sophie Turner said she won't work in Georgia, so I guess I'm not going to see it. Yeah, no one else saw that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, it may- just so just so we're clear, Dark Phoenix may be bombing a little bit, but it's not because of the Georgia. No, there, there is no, no correlation. Yeah. yeah, no, these are the same people that <laughs> called for a boycott against um, the the Gaineses, who are the show fixer upper for people who don't know, because they sell their products in Target and Target refuses to to ban gay people. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was the leap. They were like, we're outraged. Wow. Going We're down the rabbit hole on that one. Boycott Magnolia, boycott Fixer Upper. Man, they hate everything. To, 
we're just going to have to annex Alabama and Georgia, and all the people that think like that can just move there, and you can be your own little weird southern country. Karen, that's to build a wall, though. I don't want those crazies getting out. I am so for that idea in so (laughs) many ways. Can you blame them? The only show they could watch was Roseanne, and we canceled that. Oh, on (laughs) the. Although I heard that uh, Tim Allen got his show back, so they're kind of excited about that because his show was... uh... Yeah, yeah, that came back. But, I mean, in so many ways, I'm in favor of Karen's idea, and not just, you know, in that small section. I mean, they need to... Expand it a little bit? You you need to just carve up this country in the worst way and (laughs) send everybody on on their own way. I mean, and not just just all the states that I hate, which is fine, but... (laughs) Dibs, we don't get Florida. Oh, we definitely Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you cut off Alabama and Georgia, you're kind of like, that's the only states that border Florida, so we're cutting off Florida as well. Oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. I mean, we could make six <laughs> or seven viable countries out of what we have now. But yeah. you have to do this in a very certain way. You, you, you can't say we're building a wall around you. Let's say we're building the wall around us so we don't bother you, but we're really building the wall around them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, don't we're not building this to keep you out. Nope. We're doing this. To- we're doing this to protect you from us. We don't trust ourselves. You guys I'm, see what's posted on the Discord? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a hard time picking a photo for this episode. As it turns out, that's a new saver. episode with a scowling baby that says Jared 2020, the reason party. Rip that glob of shit out. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So also in Alabama, so we talked about Alabama, The uh, well, we talked about Georgia previously, but Alabama uh, has a, the law where e- rapists, e- abortion is illegal even if you were raped, and they also have a law that a rapist qualifies as having parental rights so that a rapist could force their victim to raise a child or to bear a child and then get custody. Absolutely. Dad should have 50% of the rights. Just ask yep. Jared. <laughs> yes, I agree. Even if, Sorry. They, I mean, marital I didn't, even, I didn't even hear the story. I was still staring at that fucking Jared 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so well, the let's, pre- say it's, let's say it's marital rape. Let's just go to the, you know, the, the most close to the woman rape that you can get. So it's, it's a, a rape where the husband rapes the wife, which is illegal in most states, but not all, scarily enough. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a fucking monster, and I don't believe in those cases the father should have 50% right to the child. Yeah, in the case in particular in here, there was a woman who was raped by her step-uncle when she was 15. Who That guy then was later getting out of jail after a drug conviction, and he wanted to be part of their child's life. Ugh. And in Alabama, he could get custody. Wow. Ugh. Yeah, see, in cases like that, mm. it just, again... I don't understand how there are sides to that. Like, they Mm. should be like, hey, I want custody of our child's baby. The judge should be like, just hit the gavel, which means the bailiff comes over, shoots that dude in the head, dumps his body in a dumpster, (laughs) and we move on to the next case. What is the reasoning behind doing this, though? Like, what? Why would they? Every sperm is sacred. Right, but uh, that's perfectly fine. But can you? But can you also go? Hey, if you rape a woman, you're giving up all rights to any child that she has, especially if you know if you're convicted of rape. I'm sorry. You could, and most states have such laws, but not Alabama. No. Nope. But mm. why? Why are they? <laughs> why are they so special? I don't. Know. Why are they so pro-rapist? <laughs> They're oh, beca- the pro-man. Again, because yes, because the girl in this case was a little bit 
older than than they than they care about. Mm. Now, in Alabama, they just passed a law that if your victim is thirteen or under, then you're manda- then you get mandated to chemical castration upon your release from prison. Correct. Wow. Good lord. Uh, I'm against that. <laughs> What? Somebody that, somebody that rapes a 13-year-old or 12-year-old. Whoa, whoa, wait. Is that real? That is. Yes. That, this is Governor Kay Ivey at it again. She signed the bill into law. Uh, this was. A while ago. Yeah. yeah no, keep the 15th of May. Now, keep you, in mind, you, chem, you, chemical castration is not, they don't dip your junk in chemicals. I know what it is. Like you, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your dick does end up like shriveling up and dying and it, or it, whatever. I don't know. Not, I don't know if it atrophies and falls off. That's. Because it it's, it says here in the article that that it, if you stop it, the effects can be reversed. I, I'm so against that. You already went to jail. You did your time. Why I, are you I, being punished again outside? Because because somebody that can rape a twelve year old is not redeemable. Well, then fucking and, kill them. Right? Or they, they yes, kill them. do it again. Yes. Yes. In, Which I'm against that too. But I'm saying like right. Or do not release them. Or don't right. release them. Yeah. Like if I don't, you don't understand. Trust them not to. Be a repeat offender. Do not let them out. Yeah, Which our a lot criminal of do that. Our criminal justice system does not address the illnesses that would cause this person to to do such a thing. The mental unstableness yeah. is. I mean, it's not addressed at all. We're just going to put you in a steel cell for for a while, and then at some random point in time, let you out again. Like, we right. don't right. address that, the problem. That and that annoys me because that implies that all men. Can just wake up one day and go. I want to fuck kids. Like it's th- like not saying like there's clearly something wrong with that person, right? Agreed. Because then it, because like what is the difference between me, Ray, and Ian? We just are just deciding not to do it. No, of course not. Well, then what makes a person do it? <laughs> that that is the, that's the eternal question, and that's something. Ah, that, fuck th- it. Let's just make them take drugs and make their fucking balls shrivel up and fall <laughs> off. Well, they have tried rehabilitative really rehabilitative therapy before. They've tried other things, and the unfortunate story is is that it often doesn't work and the risk that you pose to the public by letting these people out when you have you know an 80 percent recidivism is it's horrific you can't you can't just let them out without doing nothing so the options are chemical castration well um, wait a minute wait a minute well when when were these these rehabilitation measures taken in the 70s in the six and eighty, I mean, like, I'd love to know what they did. Yeah, and I, I would, I would also like to throw times, out there. But... I mean, I I have witnessed the you know somebody with mental issues going mm-hmm. in to you know being mandated to go into a a mental health facility, and the way that that person got out was they chose to obey all the rules and quote unquote act normal while they were there, and then they were released. They hadn't changed. Nothing mm. had been fixed, but they had learned how to pretend to be normal enough to get out. Mm. So our 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 systems. I'm not oh. saying all of them. I'm sure there are some mental health facilities that that help people a lot, but a lot of them are just process centers. Well, I don't. I don't think there's. There, I don't think it's it's possible to rehabilitate someone from that. I don't know. I would agree. That could very the, well be true. When when your psyche has allowed you to do something that horrible how do you recover from that well not recover this person is a pedophile they Mm. woke up one day and realized that they get sexual gratification from having sex with children that's what pedophilia is one i'm just yeah yeah one (laughs) 
<laughs> no one is going to willingly give up sexual gratification. Two, saying you can re- rehabilitate a pedophile is saying, like, you can send someone to a camp and make them straight. You mm. just can't do it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that that's true. I'm not. I don't have any evidence to or to you know say otherwise. I, I like but. that. I, I have nothing to refute it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're wrong. Well, here's the here's the thing. We've deemed pedophilia wrong, correct? And we've said that. I mean, for most part, I guess most people agree around the world. Well, maybe not. I don't know what the numbers are. That being gay is fine. Also true. Well, one is a victimless crime. Right. But well, it's the, well, it's not a crime. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I guess you, I guess you, I, this is more a question for people in the psychology field. Is it, is it normal or not normal to want to have sex with a kid? Because if it's not, then something happened to them or there's something wrong with them that might be able to be fixed. I think that's a bad question as to whether or not it's normal because the whole considering right. it's clearly, people it's clearly normal, abnormal. But, but mm. well, that, that's what I'm saying is like, like is it is it normal and we just don't like it so we're so we're putting bad you know we're making it illegal or is a psychologist like no this doesn't appear in nature when it does it it's an it's an it's an abnormality for you know either you were molested or there's something wrong with your brain chemistry well or- let's let's back up a second though because up until um recent history it was more normal for um children to, for especially girls to be married at a much younger age so uh, there is a certain amount of societal normality to, you know, waiting for adulthood until you marry off your girls. I know that we're tangenting a little bit, but this leads yeah. me right into the next story, which is in Louisiana. The GOP has backed a marriage, a child marriage bill that says that uh, so originally they were going to set the minimum age of marriage to 18, but then it only passed after it was amended to be a minimum age at 16 with anyone 16 and 17 being limited to marrying people no more than four years older than them. And there was also an amendment that a judge has to approve it if you're 15 years or or younger, as long as your parents give permission. So in Louisiana, you could be married at eight years old if your parents agree and a judge signs off on it. Jesus Christ. That's today. So let's not go, well, <laughs> let's not yeah, think sure. about the whole, well, it wasn't too long ago. No, it's today. It just, you have to be in Louisiana. Right. But it's what, it, 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 this is, this kind of thing is what separates us from animals, though. Seriously. Because this is the kind of thing that we have, we know does damage to children. So we have decided that this is not acceptable and we're not going to do it anymore. Well, but now, we wait, are a, animals. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Bio- biologically, mm-hmm. if a woman starts to menstruate, mm-hmm. that is nature saying that she is ready to have babies, right? Correct. And the the fitness of children today is such that many young girls have their first period at very young ages in the single digits. Yes, I know. And obviously, I'm not advocating to, to do this, but I'm just saying from a biological standpoint, right? like nature says, no, you're ready. Right. Like, so are we, is it something different in the way that we're now living that a 13-year-old is not ready? Yes. I mean, I know I, I know a 13-year-old is not ready <laughs> financially <laughs> right. or emotionally. Emotionally. Well, many again, but is that because of the way that, like, you know, obviously, but you know, 13, 100 years ago, I'm sorry, now, Jesus, we're in 2019, like maybe 150 years ago, like, you were out. You were probably working. You were doing shit. Like, you could probably handle a child. 
Yeah, but probably not, though, because your brain was still not developed in the same way that the brains of 13-year-olds nowadays aren't developed. Well, why you're the hell are you, why are you menstruating, then? Because you're fit. You're very well fed. That's ah, what it boils down to. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so just because our biology allows for it to be true does not mean our the cognitive ability is there to handle it in today's society. So we have decided a society that is inappropriate. But... and. Don't think for a second that I'm excusing any of this because I'm not. But it, it, it it's a different. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know. I've kind of lost it. <laughs> well, like <laughs> it Jeff, my head. Jeff just made a good point. Biology and psychology are two different things. Like you yes. said, just because the body is determined that you can physically have a child now, that's right. that's again we we have st- humans have stunted our own natural selection a long time ago i think that's what i was trying to ask like is it yes. something that we did because yes. i'm just I'm th- very yes. much I mean, so. I, the human female is capable of producing a child roughly every year from the age of you know single digits until 50 so yes we have changed things a little bit <laughs> well and, but no i mean like we've we've changed things to screw with people's psychology so that they are not ready We've we've evolved as a species to not be animals. So so the way our society has gone up, that somehow we're we're we've changed the psychology, and at that age you can't handle it, and the body just hasn't caught up yet. Right. Yes. Sure. Right. Well, and also we have, along with that, with the psychology, we have moved away from women being nothing but reproductive machines. Correct. Which which is a good thing. And yes, Grinch makes a good point, too. Adolescence gets longer and longer because we have more to learn. We're not just learning how to, you know, tend to field or hunt animals. We're learning how biology and geometry and chemistry and, you know, astrology. That's a little bit more complicated. We we need to learn a lot more things. Well, then that would explain the difference in ages from state to state and country to country on what's deemed. Now, obviously, eight years old is out of the realm of even talking about this. You're sure. That's crazy. But, you know, like, what is the difference between a 17 and 18? What is the difference between 16 and 18? It depends on the individual, but you got to set a line. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I know. I know. Mm. I mean, really, people don't fully develop their frontal lobe until, like, 24, 25. Sure. I, I, Some people don't when they're 44, because I'm going to go play <laughs> video games after this show. And the, the people <laughs> yeah, who but have... you'll be playing it with a, with a static frontal lobe. <laughs> right. Yes. But uh, the people who have kids at, like, you know, age 20 and 21... Let me just tell you, don't fucking do that. You're mm. not ready. I don't care what you think. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Just because your body is like raring to go does not mean you should do it. <laughs> yeah. I just saw an interesting documentary one time on Netflix about biology and the way women grow and how men are attracted to 16-year-old girls. And there's the reason for that mm. because for for hundreds of thousands of years, that was the age when you when you got a wife. Yeah. Um, you know, well, and now yeah. now you're being told you can't, and you know we're also sticking hormones in these girls, and I can't tell the goddamn age when I look at them, so I just choose not to look at anybody when I'm walking around. <laughs> well, there's another component of it too. I mean, uh, the male bio- biological imperative to is to impregnate as many females as possible. That's just what it is. Uh, damn females- right, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking in Stone Age, but I get it. <laughs> But the female's biological biological imperative is, is to find somebody stable that is going to help raise all of these child children that are going to pop out every year. So the, the, they're, they're at cross purposes to a certain amount. Mm. So 
and biological imperative to you know to so what you're madly. saying karen is monogamy <laughs> is a hoax perpetrated by women no monogamy is a, a hoax perpetrated by women no stop it is <laughs> right. a no. construct to raise children no monogamy is a hoax perpetrated by farming uh, okay <laughs> and i will explain that to you later and why we have bigger penises than gorillas <laughs> <laughs> gorillas have very tiny penises and uh homo sapiens have much larger penises than them and there's a reason for that because <laughs> monogamy is not supposed to be our way of living <laughs> i don't know i think you just got a high five from jeff so yeah, he's I, with me we're we're going a little long so i'm gonna hit a couple <laughs> things and wrap it up uh okay. i did want to mention this there was a uh, world news saudi arabia there was a kid who was arrested at uh 13 he had participated in a protest in saudi arabia on a bicycle with a whole bunch of other kids and uh, he, this was when he was 10 years old, he did this. When he went to leave to on vacation to go to Bahrain, they had a picture of him and stopped him and arrested him three years later at the age of 13. He has been in custody since. He is now 18, old enough to be executed for sowing sedition, and they are trying to execute him for riding a bike in a protest at the age of 10. Wow. Is this just a situation that has just slipped through the cracks and they're just trying to follow the letter of the law or they're I like, think so. no, we're going to fuck get this little fucker in his bike <laughs> protest? Uh, to my knowledge, it is the former. But uh, in either case, it's just wrong. I mean, I don't I, I've know. never it's been a fan duty. of Saudi. So. They have to <laughs> do their duty. Yeah, they have to follow the letter of the law, yeah. even though it's insane. I uh, don't be a fucking smart ass, Ian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wow! Just, just saying. <laughs> it's not like this kid. It's not like this kid did money laundering. <laughs> yeah, we're not ending on that story, are we? No. Uh, the last thing <laughs> okay. that I have is from the Vatican. The Vatican <laughs> has issued an official order rejecting the idea that people can choose or change their gender, insisting insisting that uh, men and women need to make babies. The text male and female, he created them in the Bible is their basis for this argument. But the Pope, Pope Frank, who everybody loves, mm. people cannot change genders. That is not how God wanted it. So you're just going to have to get over that. That's the official stance of the Catholic Church. What about intersex people, which are, you know, somewhere in between? They don't address that, I'm, I'm supposing. Pick a side! Yeah. yeah, I don't... I don't mm. You lost me at all the God parts. <laughs> I was like, oh, Vatican. All right. Oh, oh no. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Maybe. No. Nah. I don't know. I'm old. I have a hard time with this. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you, Is this more of a comment saying, like, everybody thinks Pope Frank is so great and look, he's not great? That's my comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's better than the previous guy, but he's still not great. I'm just like. He's I'll, a Pope. What, what do, do I, you want? Yeah. yeah. He's got to make some concessions. All right. Yeah gonna say also who gives a fuck <laughs> yeah like what? so what <laughs> uh, it's still yeah, a, lot, a lot of catholics in the world there are i'm just um i'm not yeah, but they only pick and choose what they listen to so it doesn't really matter what he says that's true and i'm not not with jared on this one of of all of all the places for him not to draw on a line in the sand like like even even a even a dirty leftist liberal like me is like no oh, you guys and your gender fluidity that's queer stop it 
<laughs> I don't quite get gender fluid. Neither I do I, because it's nonsense. I understand you don't feel right in the body you're in. I, I can I can imagine that. You know, I can and even if I can't imagine it, you have the right Correct. To, to make the decisions for your own I'm body still with and you. life. But I, I agree. The the gender fluidity that I I have a real hard time grasping that, <laughs> but. what does it mean i mean does it does it does it mean that on mondays and tuesdays you have to call me he but on wednesday thursday friday you have to call me she if you're not with the pronouns about, thing that, now you're really losing me yeah but that's but that's basically what it means like it i can go either way and that's fine i mean and again i'm kind of in the same camp like I, I don't really give a fuck what you do but don't yell at me if you look like a girl and i call you a she I'm not going to go around and, like, ask everybody before I meet them, well, what do you consider yourself? Go fuck yourself. Because I'm not right? memorizing that for everybody. I respect yeah, if your you, ability if I, to make that yeah. choice. But, yeah, don't – I can't keep up sometimes, and I'm sorry. Also, if and if I say she and you tell me it's he and I go, okay, and then I call you she again, like, a week later because I'm an old man, <laughs> cut me some fucking slack. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I kind of look at it as, a, as an extension of um, – I mean, some days, most of the time I wear, you know, jeans or pants. Every once in a while I wear a skirt. Meh. So does does that make me gender fluid? No. No. But. Someone might assume you are, though. Right. And I'm, it's just an extension of that. Some people like, some women like, or some people like to wear suits sometimes and skirts other times. They do. Whatever. Do, yeah. do what makes you happy. I don't feel like that, that wins a, that. Uh, that wins a whole new classification for you. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There sure. are certain chromosome pairings in the body. You get two options. <laughs> you pick one of those two. If you don't want to, that's fine. But don't tell... Mm, it's it's well, really just simple. It's really simple. There's no need to murky the water. But there is murkier water than that, though, because there are people that are uh, genetically male or female, but biologically, externally looking are the opposite. Yes, but that that is only one level of murkiness. Sure. The, this is not... It can't be constantly fluctuating between the two. That just doesn't seem mentally possible. <laughs> but what is your issue, Ian? The fact that they're doing it or, they're, or the pronoun thing? Because, like, what do you oh, care? Oh, no, I don't what care they what they do. do. The people can do whatever. As long as it's not hurting me directly right. or my family directly, they can do whatever they want. I mean, if you ask my... And I'll probably get a lot of shit for this. Well, it's kind of a fad, to be honest with you. Just like, <laughs> like I don't, you know, the next generation coming up behind them probably like, eh, we're gender locked. We're not gender fluid. You know, you know, it's just a thing. And they, it, I feel like most of them are kind of like laying in the weeds waiting for you to fuck up and say the wrong mm. thing. You know, how I'm, dare you assume that I'm a female? I'm like, well, you're, you got big giant breasts and you're wearing a skirt and high heels. <laughs> like, why would I not assume that? Well, the thing is, though, I have never, I, I know one person who considers them that it, that is um, confusing in my head. <laughs> Maybe two. I've got, okay, I've got two people in my life. and But it's clear to me, I mean, so of all the people that I know, there are two that I ponder periodically. I guess I'll go with that. And it, it, it affects me in no way at, at all how they live their life. And I have adjusted to accommodate, and it's very minor accommodation, the adjustments that they've made in their lives. And it's not a big deal. I moved on. I have a similar situation, and I've just opted not to refer to this person by any pronoun <laughs> when addressing them. Just say them by, call them by their name, and move along. Yes, I think there the 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 fuss is way larger than the actual problem. Yes, that too. Although mm, I have Not difficulty problem, because I because you know this isn't an open forum, but I I am now curious as I have tuned into our Discord feed. 
what why how are we separating gender from sex like like tell <laughs> now we patiently wait for jeff to <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's, slows, it slows down the show the, the show but i, I needed to know more before sure. I before mm. I, I I formulated an opinion on that, sex is the biological your male or female the chromosomes that you're referring to DNA. So he he answered, sex is biological mm. X and Y's how you present the uh, to the world is gender. Sure, you know so, uh, now that I've taken some time to think about it, I think uh, I'm just gonna go with the Jared answer. You're right, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> just do whatever you want. Me. Call yourself whatever you want. Yell at me about whatever you want. Just, just fucking live your life. Who cares? Yeah. No, my Who response cares? was, "Don't yell at me." <laughs> no, they can. <laughs> no, they can. They can absolutely. If I'm, if, if I'm not stopping you from doing what you're doing, and I don't care, and I'm not, and I'm not actively working against your interests on a daily basis, if I fuck up saying something, forgive me. Yep, I can't. Yeah, forgive I, me. I can't, I can't know I've how everybody. Yeah, I've lived in a world for 40 years. But there's a difference between, like, saying, oh, well, he said that and and not understanding that the person identifies as as she and going, oh, well, he said that and emphasizing that you don't Mm. agree with their, quote unquote, lifestyle choices. Like, there's a difference in in how it's approached. Well, the the example I'm using is the person that I know in, in my life that is constantly hanging around the office and has become friends with my mother. To another person, I accidentally referred to her as he, and I got a ton of shit for it, and I was just like, would you give me a fucking break? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, you know where I stand on this shit. I could give a fuck what he, she is doing. I don't care. Mm. But just because I messed that up, I got a world of shit from this person. And I'm just like, would you, I mean, seriously, cut me a fucking break. Mm. Well, what Jeff said, the problem is the assholes that kill these people over being different. Yeah, that we have. Yeah, we're, we're clear that that is not an issue, and the Pope giving them shit. Yeah, also. Yeah, yeah like you're gonna jump down my throat. I'm on your fucking side. Yeah, we, we are all on board with you doing. You're living your best life, <laughs> however you want to do it. Um, just forgive us if we forget every once in a while. That's all we got. All right, I think that's all we got for this week. I want to wrap it yeah. up. Do it. Doug. I want to. I want to. Before we go, I want. Sure. I, I want to officially change Ian's name to Oathbreaker. <laughs> uh oh. What? Brianna Tarth is so sad, a little tear is coming ahead of her eye, Ian, for Red. you. Because you, 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 you're saying everybody should break their oaths. Their oaths? What oaths should they yeah. break? Their duty. Break their duty. Yep. I was going to say that I will, I will follow that up with, <laughs> Sheriff Jared, have you ever thought not coming directly at a thing? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> if you get that reference, good on you. <laughs> All right, I want to thank our patrons, especially Jeff and Grinch, who sit here and spam us with pictures and Google searches. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, and everybody else who helps support the podcast. If you want to support, you can join us here on Discord by joining our Patreon page. Or if you can't afford to do that, you can share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes. It actually helps. And I get alerts. It's cool. Um, <laughs> if, if you'd like to co- contact us in any other way, you can do so on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profane arg also want to mention uh shows on the soon to be named network soon to be named network.com you can find all of them other podcasts that you may you may like to listen to um i would again thank everyone for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you
moi. 